This is the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast Show, hosted by Bo Finley and Brant Walker. Welcome back to another episode of the Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast. As always, Brant and Bo coming at you with some fantasy knowledge today. We're going to talk about some uh, team needs um, going into the draft. Uh, We'll just kind of go alphabetically, break down some of these teams, maybe talk about what player we could see as a good fit for each team or as we get down further or go back through. Uh, Next week we'll uh, go in and we're going to break down the draft and uh, probably maybe even re-rank our receivers or whatever after receivers, quarterbacks, one of the positions after the draft. Mm -hmm. Let's get right on into this. I'm going to let you take the reins off right off the top. We'll go with Atlanta. This is your team. You go ahead. What what do you think that you need – to fantasy wise so atlanta's in a really unique position coming into this draft because they're drafting a lot higher than a lot of people probably thought they would be um definitely as a fan a lot higher than i thought they should be um but they're in a unique spot they got matt ryan still under center still got a couple years left under his contract uh he's been good um and he take it's too big of a cap hit to cut him um so quarterback makes sense but not a lot of sense with where we're at um, I think running back makes a lot of sense. Um, there's some pieces they could add to the O-line, obviously, uh, at four if they stay at four. Pitts makes a lot of sense. Um, Pene Sewell, Rashawn Slater, those guys make sense. Uh, and then, obviously, later on in the draft, it would be nice to see them add some safety depth, cornerback depth. I uh, have to address the running back. I don't think you can go into a season with Mike Davis as your number one and expect to have. Uh, big things move uh, out of the backfield there. Absolutely. I uh, I agree with you. Adding an edge rusher is one of the big things you guys seem to need there in Atlanta um, and, and and a workhorse back. Honestly, in, in my honest opinion, and you may – I don't know if you agree with me or not, I think, I think they need to trade out of the fourth, out of the four, try to get a king's ransom, try to get some of that once pits that bad, get you guys some more picks and – and address these other situations. You guys have uh, Hurst for another one or two more years. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 as much as Pitts would boost your offense, I just think it wouldn't benefit you guys as much as getting some extra picks going in there. Yeah, if you see Atlanta select, if they stay at four and take Pitts, I'd probably put the the odds of, of Julio Jones being moved later in the offseason at much higher odds than what I have now. I'd probably move it up to – you know, 75% chance that he gets dealt if they add Kyle Pitts. Absolutely, absolutely. Add another offensive weapon for Matt Ryan. Um, my my favorite, and I've said it before, is them getting Trey Lance at some point in this draft, trading down and maybe getting Trey Lance to back up. I just think that's one of the best fits for him. I know it's not a, a immediate need that they have, but I think it would be a good fit for him. Uh, the next team that we have is uh, – Arizona on my list here. Really, the only thing I could see that Arizona needs is that they've got a – what do they got? Arizona for running backs has Connor. James Connor And Edmonds and, and, and Eno Benjamin. So, I mean, they could use another running back depth and add a little depth to it. Um, I think they need a tight end. They definitely need a tight end. I couldn't tell you if they have a tight end on the roster. Well, Dan Arnold was there. Uh, I believe he's gone, though. If, if he's gone, then I couldn't name anybody else, but – but I know Dan Arnold was there last year, and there was a lot of high hopes for him, and he, he never really did anything last year. Um, definitely couldn't go, can't go wrong seeing Kyler Murray get another weapon if they were able to add one. Um, this could be a good spot for Pat Freermuth, um, potentially. Um, 
Yeah, obviously with Patrick Peterson leaving in the offseason, going to Minnesota, they need to add another true number one uh, cornerback. That defense is already pretty good, um, but but you can never hurt to have too many defensive studs. Yeah, they're at that 16 spot right there, uh, right behind New England. Um, I can see them either A, trading back, trying to get some extra picks, or B, trying to add a slot receiver guy there, uh, Kadarius, Tony, uh, Bateman, maybe Waddle or, or Smith or one of them maybe slide down to them. I think that's what they really need is, is a nice slot receiver as a new weapon. Um, let's jump into this. Uh, Baltimore is the next one. I think we're both in agreement of what they need, a wide receiver. Quarterback? Uh, a real quarterback. A real too, quarterback, yes. yes. Yeah, they could use a real quarterback, but I think their main need would be uh, a wide receiver there. They added Watkins, and obviously he's not the answer. They do have Marquise Brown. I think adding a uh, Bateman, like I said, when we did our, our – uh, rankings. I think them adding a Bateman or another big outside guy would be a good fit for them. Yeah, I Baltimore is a, a tough one because you know they're really pretty solid all around for the most part, um, and they they draft where where are they at in, the, in position wise? Oh, position. You're talking late twenties. So late twenties. Um, Twenty seven, I think. Baltimore is going to be in a spot where the the offensive tackle talent that they wait. Could, Baltimore has two first rounders now because they just got Kansas City oh, yes, by trading Orlando Orlando Brown. So, so Baltimore does have two. So you're you're going to be looking at uh, lower tier guys um, as far as the uh, uh, the offensive tackle depth that they're going to be able to add there. Um, they may be able to get a good edge rush. Uh, you know, Gregory Rousseau's slid back pretty far. Quiddy Pay, I've seen him drop it in uh, a lot of mocks. Um, they're in a great spot for the safety. Uh, Taylor Moeg out of out of TCU. That'd be that's kind of where I've seen him go a lot there. So I think T, uh, uh, the safety makes the most sense for them where they're at right now. Yeah, I think so. I think they add a receiver and a safety down there at the at the bottom of the draft. I think that would be the best to address both their needs really early. Um, because, yeah, I like you said, I don't think there's really going to be an offensive tackle. Maybe we see one of them slide, a Vera Tucker or um, um, the one from um, Oklahoma State. Jenkins, is that his name? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, Jenkins. Maybe maybe they jump a little bit for him. Um, but, yeah, I think that's really their main need. Um, let's jump into Buffalo. I'll let you take this one here. Uh, Buffalo's got a solid defense, so what 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 are you thinking they really need? It, Buffalo could stand to benefit from adding another shutdown corner outside of uh, Trey White. Um, they, they're they all, they're also a, another unique team. Um, on paper, at least from a fantasy aspect, you'd love to see them add a, a, a tight end that makes a bit of a difference. Um, where they're drafting at, though, I'm not sure they want to spend the high capital. Obviously, Pitt's going to be gone. Freemuth may be gone. Jordan could make sense there in the second, third round, maybe. Um, Brevin Jordan, that is. Um, running back makes sense for them, too. Is, but they've wasted high draft picks on running backs the last two years, and neither of them have panned out. Um, so, again, to me, this one makes the most sense to add uh, a cornerback opposite, opposite of Trey White and see if they can just have a shutdown secondary. Absolutely, yeah, definitely, definitely could. Um, yeah, I think they do need to add a three-down running back uh, just because Singletary and Moss definitely haven't really panned out too much. Um, I think this would be a good spot for Fairmuth to go. I think he will make it down to their 30 spot. I don't see him. I don't see two tight ends going. Mm-hmm. But then again, we could also be wrong here. 
Um, Carolina's the next one I have here. Um, I have a doubt as they need a quarterback, even though they just traded for Darnold. If you remember, Darnold was turnover prone in college. He was also turnover prone over there at the Jets. So maybe he'll never get that corrected. So I, I think they need to add a quarterback there. Um, Bridgewater, I think, is is on the verge of being moved. Um, I think that's their main need is really add a quarterback. They've got plenty of wide receiver depth, I think. Um, I think it's quarterback and offensive line are my main two points that I think they need. Yeah, uh, I, I saw the report this today on my way home from work um, that the the Panthers and the Patriots have actually engaged in conversations on the groundwork for a deal that moves their number eight pick for, to the Patriots. Um, but at number eight, they're kind of in a bad spot. You know, uh, most of the quarterbacks are going to be gone at that point. And then Rashawn Slater would make a fair amount of sense for them if they stay at eight. Zertan, Farley make sense for them if they stay there. Um, but I think what this team needs to do is they need to add some running back depth um, behind Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, Mike Davis is gone. Um, we saw, you know, CMC get hurt last year and miss a significant amount of time. Uh, and if they do end up starting, whether it is Darnold or Bridgewater, both of those guys would benefit from having a run game behind them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just – I don't know. I don't know what Carolina is going to do. They need they – need, they need a quarterback, but maybe they're going to hold off and wait. Um, they addressed all defense last year in the draft, you remember. I do remember. So I, I feel like Carolina may go all offense this year, um, which couldn't hurt. Uh, next thing on my list, I got Chicago. Quarterback and wide receiver. <laughs> That's what I think they need. Yeah, um, they could stand to bolster their offensive line Absolutely. too. Um, I've seen a lot of Elijah Vera Tucker uh, mock to them at the 20. What is it, the 21 they have or the 20? 20, I believe. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Elijah Vera Tucker there. Um, unless they trade up, they're going to have to take a quarterback in the second round, you know, Kellen Mond, Kyle Trask, um, because the big five are going to be gone. You're going to have Jones, um, Lawrence, Fields, Lance, and uh, Wilson all come off the board prior to their pick. Um, obviously – you know, Darnell Mooney kind of broke through last year at the wide receiver spot, um, but it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to add another wide-out weapon either there. Um, but, you know, realistically, um, Chicago, out of all the quarterback-needy teams, is kind of in the worst spot. Yeah, definitely are, because they really don't have the assets, I don't think, to really trade up with how low they are in, in all the rounds. So I, I don't see them being able to trade in to get a quarterback – uh, maybe, maybe like you said, a Trask or a Mond uh, down there late might be um, worth noting. Um, next one I got on my list is Cincy. Um, offensive line. Offensive line. Offensive line. Uh, they're probably going to go Chase if he's there. They're probably going to end up taking Chase if he's there or Pitts if he's there. But I, I think offensive line is their biggest need. You, you invested your number one overall pick. Last year, in, in your franchise quarterback, you drafted your number one overall pick in the second round on, on your up-and-coming wide receiver. Get a line. Get him protected. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I see the Bengals as, as the biggest need is being the offensive line, but I think what they'll actually do is they'll add a weapon. Pitts makes a ton of sense there, and so does Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, Devonta Smith. So it'll be interesting to see – if they take the route where they think they can get offensive line talent late and they want a playmaker early, um, it'll be interesting. If I'm, if I'm the general manager of the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm doing whatever it takes to keep Joe Burrow from getting taken down. 
Absolutely. What point is it adding, adding these outside guys if our quarterback can't stand up long enough to throw the ball? Um, but wh- whether that's what they do or not, we'll have to wait and see on Thursday. Absolutely. Uh, next on my list, I got Cleveland Browns, which this is a team that came and, and surprised a lot of people. We thought the Browns were going to you know, choke like they always do. Came out, they got into the playoffs, they won their first game. Of the playoffs, they've added to their defense this offseason. Really, the only hole that I see on that team, because they have one of the best offensive lines, the only the only hole I really see on that team is they need a wide receiver. I mean, yeah, they got Odell and they got Landry and they got Higgins, but I really think they need to add a little more depth in there, get some more competition outside of those three guys. We saw Peoples-Jones have a couple decent catches, decent games, but I think adding a little more depth is what they need there at wide receiver. Yeah, it, you know the Browns—they kind of—they're kind of sucking the fun out of everything. We need them to go back to drafting and, and missing on every single quarterback they took, because every year it made it interesting knowing that the Browns were probably going to be a player for a quarterback. Uh, but Baker did do enough that I, I don't see them adding, obviously, a quarterback. You know, they're, they're a team that's going to probably end up drafting a, a defensive player of some sort. Um, that's going to be what's available on the board at their pick. Um, I don't see them. I don't see them adding much offensively in this draft. Maybe a lower tier wide receiver, um, maybe a lower tiered tight end to sure up if, if Hooper misses time next year. Because I believe Njoku's gone. Um, I believe he requested for a trade to get yeah. out. I don't know if they've actually moved him. Okay, but that, that might be another draft day. But uh, either way, there's just not a whole lot of a lot of. Um, needs for this team realistically. Their defense is going to be pretty good next year. Um, they got Miles Garrett and, and Jadavion Clowney, and they added. So Joe they'll have Johnson. two great pass rushers for about four games until Clowney dies. Correct. Again. Yeah, probably, probably correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, next on my list, I got Dallas. As much as they're infatuated with Pitts, I'm sorry. Unless you're offering a haul, you're not getting Kyle Pitts Jones. Um, so I don't think they need to add any more. Uh, firepower to that offense. I think they got the running backs they need. They got the wide receivers they need. Maybe at a tight end late, but at the 10 spot, I think they have to go defense. You've got to get another corner on the side. Uh, and they're also in need of, of some offensive line help. Yeah, you know, as a, as a fantasy football, from a fantasy football standpoint, I want to see Zeke do well. Not too well because you have him. I don't want you beating me this year. Um, but if Zeke's going to go back to relevancy – and they want to keep Dak Prescott from getting hurt again in the future. They need to get that offensive line back to what it once was. And at 10, they got a great shot for, for Rashawn Slater to still be there, who in my mind is the best offensive line prospect in this draft. Um, and if that happens and they're able to snag him there, that's going to be a, a fantastic addition. On the other side of the coin, though, they just hired Dan Quinn. You and I, as a Seahawks and Falcons fan, both know how good of a defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is. You put Patrick Sertan or Micah Parsons or somebody like that into a, def- a Dan Quinn off a defense, and they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, definitely will be. Um, I think that, uh, Farley makes a lot of sense there, and Sertan makes a lot of sense at that 10th overall pick. Um, let's go over here to Detroit for the next one. Detroit needs a whole whopping everything. Um, uh, let's just start with the biggest need, and I think what they address right there where they're sitting is wide receiver. I think you're, you're looking at Smith or Waddle will be there in, in Detroit by the time this draft's done and over with. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think their biggest biggest need immediately is wide receiver. I mean, listen, they're not going to win the division. Okay, They're not trying to win the division. Um, but if they want to keep some of their fans happy, which let's be honest, we just went – Detroit Lion fans just went through an 0-16 season. 
Could they be the first 0 17 team? They very <laughs> ah, Jared Goff's good enough. They won't be the first 0 16 <laughs> team. Uh, but it would be nice to see Jared Goff get a couple weapons. Let's not forget Jared Goff substantiated two top 20 wide receivers and a not top that 15 tight end. Yeah, not that long ago he can do it. Uh, so let's give him some weapons. To do it right now. If I'm a if I'm a fantasy owner and I own anything in Detroit, I'm excited to have T.J. Hawkinson because he might be the only body on the, on the team yeah. worth throwing a football to. As of right now, the only thing that's that's worth is Hawkinson and, and Quintus Cephas. I think they went out and added. Uh, Perryman and Tyrell Williams. And Tyrell Williams, but Tyrell Williams has had nothing but injury history. And Perryman has one blow up game every every year and then disappears. So really, it's it's Quintus Cephas and 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 Hawkinson is who I'm excited for this year. If 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 I'm wanting to own anything in Detroit, um, but let's be honest, we're we're looking at a Waddle or a Smith mm-hmm. sitting sitting in a Detroit uniform. Um, Let's go with Denver. Um, I know that you hate hearing this because you're a huge fan of Drew Locke, but Denver's come out, and I, I think they they've pretty much said that Locke does. They don't think Locke's going to be their future. I think a quarterback makes a whole lot of sense for them, and they may be in the threshold of the last quarterback of the top five coming off. You're going to see, you know, your Lawrence, your Wilson, and and it should be Fields, but I think it's going it might end up being Mac Jones at the three. So I think that nine spot, they're they're looking at possibly Trey Lance and um, and Mac Jones or Justin Fields still sitting there. I think they're that threshold. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if if quarterbacks fall to Denver or if if teams in the top in, in front of them trade out and uh, allow other quarterback needy teams to come in. I think Denver, if they want a quarterback in this draft, they're going to have to trade up to get one. Um, yes, it does pain me to see. Uh, Denver need a quarterback, but I also own stock in Cortland Sutton, so I wouldn't mind an upgrade at quarterback Absolutely. for that for that purpose. Um, you know, Denver Denver's going to need to start thinking about play, replacing Vaughn Miller at some point. Um, they they play in a, a division with Patrick Mahomes. Wouldn't be the end of the world to add some cornerback depth as well. Um, I, I think Denver should be if the quarterback's gone. I think Denver should stay and take BPA, best player available there. Yeah. Um, and, and and just draft with that kind of mindset because really nothing they draft is going to hurt them. Another thing I saw that, that Denver may need is, is a running back later in the draft. Um, uh, Gainwell, uh, Hill, one of those guys to add a little depth there because Phil Lindsay's gone now over there to Houston. I think they need to add some depth at the running back. Um, and, and who says that you can't get a Gainwell or, or a Hill to come in and, and just help Melvin Gordon keep his snap count low? Mm-hmm. That way, so it, there may be two fantasy relevant uh, running backs again there in Detroit if they if they go out and get one. Very well, could be. Uh, next thing we're going to go Green Bay, and I think their need is the same need they've had for three years, and somehow they'll wind up messing this up again. Uh, maybe we'll see them take another quarterback. <laughs> I think they need a wide receiver. I think they need somebody opposite that is consistent, opposite of Devontae Adams, and I think that's their biggest need. Yeah. Um- they obviously have David Bakhtiari, who was hurt last year, missed some time. He'll be back, but they're, they're all pro center. Nick Lindsay, I believe it was, yes. is gone. So, you know, they may you may see them looking to add uh, offensive line help. But realistically, where they draft, that's going to be the sweet spot for Terrence Marshall, uh, Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Terrence uh, – or Ron uh, – oh, Kadarius Tony, Kadarius Tony, Rashad Bateman. Bateman was the one that was eluding me there. They're going to be in prime spot to add one of these wide receivers. Now let's see if they want to piss Aaron Rodgers off, try to motivate him to give you an MVP two years in a row, 
or if they want to draft to actually be successful, we'll wait and see on that one. Now, I know we saw, I know a lot of us saw the little leaked fo- footage or paperwork of, of them possibly trading up to the number 15 overall pick by trading Jordan Love. So, I mean, maybe they're going to try to sweeten it up and get two first rounders and try to grab two. I like Kadarius Tony. I think he's one of, one of them speedy guys on the outside to absolutely stretch that field for Adams, take some of that uh, over the top help away. I think um, I think Kadarius Tony makes it a, a most of sense there. Can we just skip the next team? What Houston? Yeah, they got no draft picks and they need everything. Um, yeah, yeah, we can just skip them. <laughs> Seriously though, Houston needs everything. Yeah. I, I, you can't go. Uh, did you see the report that came out today that they were planning on tra- trading Deshaun Watson this week, going into the draft? Before all this legal issues, so I don't even think they're going to be able to trade Watson. Yeah, anymore. I don't know if many fan base or many uh, franchises are going to be on board with trading a guy that's going to be suspended. Um, but you know, color me the fool. But Houston needs everything in my mind except for running backs because yeah, they, they got, got a ton of over the hill running backs yeah. on that team. Oh, well, they got one and young un- guy, an undrafted <laughs> Philip Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, uh, the next the next team we can pretty much skip to. They're a very well rounded team in the Indianapolis Colts. Really, they need to add to their offensive line because they uh, – what was his name? Anthony Costanzo. Costanzo retired. So, really, they need to add to their offensive line, and I really think that's that's pretty much their biggest hole. Yeah, as a Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm really hopeful that they add offensive line help, and that's about all they do. Yeah, they're down there at the 21 spot, so they are there to, to pick up a Vera Tucker or, or any of the yeah. other ones. I think really the only other two that will be off the board will be Slater and, and Sewell. Sewell. Yeah, I so. agree. Um, next one is uh, Jacksonville, um, and I think that they're going to go uh, Trevor Lawrence. So they're going to they're going to they're fill their void. Why wouldn't they draft the punter? I I don't know. I mean, maybe Trevor Lawrence can punt for them too. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I think they're going to fill their void with the first overall pick with Trevor Lawrence. So I think the other thing they need is a um, is another outside wide receiver. They got Chark there, and I think if you get a chance to put the Chanel in the slot and get another speedy guy there. I could see Jackson. They, they got Marvin Jones Jr. to play the outside. I That's, mean, yeah. I, I, I see the biggest need for me from a from a fantasy standpoint and a, and a um, wanting to see as much fantasy relevancy as I can on the field at any given time. They need a tight end. Yeah, a tight end to pair with with. Uh, and they're in perfect spot with that second pick from the Rams to grab a Pat Fiumuth. Yeah, or a Brevin Jordan if if they want to take him that early. Yeah. I, I think the Jaguars are going to be one of the more fun teams to watch in this draft. I really do. I think you're going to see them back in the uh, limelight like they were back in uh, prime Jalen Ramsey time. Absolutely. So next team I got is another team that really doesn't have a whole lot of flaws. I think it's mainly defensive flaws is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, they, they uh, shipped some of their own line and let some of them go, but I think they uh, they added some players this year and, and free agency to really boost that line back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just added Brown. They don't have a first-round uh, pick anymore. So, really, in my mind, I think they need to add maybe add another weapon, uh, another wide receiver there, uh, just to help stretch that field a little more. Yeah, I mean, where they were originally prior to this at the 31 overall, um, again, they were going to be in that prime spot for Terrence Marshall, um, Rashad Bateman, all those guys that are in that area. Now you're looking down for guys like Nico Collins, Marquez Stevenson, you know, uh, and it's all going to come down to whether or not they want to spend that second round pick on wide receiver talent, or if they want to do what I hope they'll do is is, is give Nicole Hardman a chance this year. Um, so the Chiefs are going to be another one to, to, that's interesting to watch to see what they do day two and day three. Absolutely. 
Uh, next name on the list, I got the Los Angeles Chargers. Hunter Henry's gone. They need a tight end, and they need a wide receiver. Yeah, that's another one that, to me, you've got your franchise quarterback, strengthen your offensive line, too. Um, their defense is going to be pretty solid. Obviously, they lost um, King last year in a trade, so yeah. adding another corner wouldn't be the end of the world. Um, as far as a lot of fantasy relevancy, I don't know if you're going to see a whole lot added to the Chargers. Um they're going to be drafting a lot of guys that that you won't be seeing in in, in uh, drafts. Um, I think they're in prime position to pick up uh, Slater there at thirteen because the rest of these up top are, are looking defense and wide receiver. Yeah, so uh, I would love for them to booster that lineup. Um, the next I have is the Los Angeles Rams, and I think they need to booster their lineup. Um, not mistaken, they do not have a first round pick either. Um, I think what they need is a tight end and an offensive line and some offensive line. And I really think that's one of their main things that they need. Their defense is it was top five last year already. Um, so I think adding a, a, a what did I say O line and um, tight end is, is is their main main course there that they need. Yeah, they did they did lose um, their starting safety in, in Josh Johnson last yes. year uh, to the Cleveland Browns. So. You know, this could be a team that you could look at adding a, adding a safety there in the second, third round maybe. Um, but, again, as far as fantasy impact, I don't think you're going to see a lot out of the Los Angeles Rams either. Next team is uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, offensive line, since you let everybody and their mom walk off that line. Yeah, offensive line is definitely going to be the huge huge issue here. Um, if you're a Kenyon Drake or a Josh Jacobs owner. Sorry. Uh, you got 99 problems and I feel bad for you, son, because <laughs> um, the running backs, everyone. Yeah. Um, the offensive line's trash. Um, when you're only starter that you bring them back is Richie Incognito, who I believe is 35, 36 years old. Um, yeah, your your offensive line's going to take a step back. I, I don't know if if uh, the Raiders will be as competitive this year as they, as they were last. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and being in a division with Mahomes, they also probably need to add a little more to that defense. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Next team on the list is the Miami Dolphins. Um, biggest need is what do you think? Uh wide receiver. Weapons for Tua. Okay. All right. They got two they got two picks in the top twenty right now. They've got the number six and the number eighteen. So I think adding a wide receiver there. Um, well, I know there's talk of them possibly looking at Sewell, at Sewell right there if he's still on the board mm -hmm. at six. So that'd be good, you know, give him some protection. Um, I, I think a wide receiver would make the most sense in the first round, and I think a running back in the second round makes the most sense for them, um, adding a Kenneth Gainwell or, or another one there late in the second. You know, for my money, this is one of the spots where I'd really like to see Najee Harris end up, put him back together with his, with his college quarterback, um, Miami has a bunch of okay running backs, not a, not any great ones, um, and they're going to be drafting where they're able to get Najee. And, and if they feel running backs one of their bigger needs, they're going to be in a great spot at eighteen to grab Najee if they want him. Um, Absolutely, I, I think this is where you where a good spot where you could see Chase come off the board. This is a spot where you could see Waddle Smith come off the board. Um, one of these wide receivers, premier wide receivers, there's a good chance they come off the board at six. Um, yes, they did add Will Fuller. Yes, they still have Devontae Parker. Yes, they still have 
uh, Jeremy Grant. Yes, they still have Preston Williams. Preston Williams, but really, outside out of the, out of all of those guys, which one of them have been consistent and done it year in and year out? None of them. None of them. So it would be nice for for them to add a, another piece for Tua that could be consistent and and, and be a game changer. Absolutely. Um, the next name on the list is uh, Minnesota, uh, the Vikings. Um, I think one of their biggest needs is uh, offensive line and another wide receiver, because if I'm not mistaken, Thielen is um, on his last year. I believe Thielen, and he's getting up there with age. There's going to start to be a little bit of a regression. Thielen does a lot of things really well. He plays great in the slot. Um, so if you add a wide receiver now um, – if you had a wide receiver now, it wouldn't be the the end of the world um, because Thielen could just move and be full time at the slot. You'd have just Justin Jefferson and, and whoever they were able to add um, on the outsides. Uh, I do think though where they're at, you're probably going to see them. I think I think Quiddy Pay or Micah Parsons are the best bets here. Maybe even Gregory Russo, uh, but I think Quiddy Pay would be the best pick for them at, at what 12, 13? 14. 14. Yeah. I think Quiddy Pay. That's a great spot for Quiddy Pay. Absolutely. Uh, next on the list is uh, the New York Football Giants. Um, I, just like a lot of these other teams, I think offensive line and wide receiver are their their main needs. Um, they definitely need to add another wide receiver. Um, they have enough. They have a bunch of okay guys. Um, they they claim to have their wide receiver one in Kenny Galladay. We'll see if he can stay healthy long enough. Yeah, that's another great. Your off, your wide receiver is going to be great for four weeks. You got Darius Slayton, John Ross, Kenny Galladay, and Sterling Shepard. If all four of those guys live up well, to their – Tate, I believe, is still there too. I don't think so. I think Tate was was cut. I believe Tate was cut. Okay. But you, with all four of those guys, John Ross, Galladay, um, Shepard, and Slayton, if they all four live up to their potential, Daniel Jones is going to have the best wide receiving core in football. That is a huge if. If. We've seen nothing out of John Ross at this point. Slayton's been – a disappearing act, if you will. He's great one game and then gone for three. Uh, Shepard's been, eh, at best. And Galladay's great when he's on the field, but it doesn't happen very often. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think um, I think the Giants have, what do you got, the, the 11th overall. I mean, they're in a good spot to possibly get a Waddle or maybe a Smith. I just don't think both of them will slide that far. I think they're in the best spot to get it possibly just add to their defense um, or maybe add an offensive lineman. I don't know if any of them will slide that far. Um, but the next I got is the Jets. Um, this is another team. That Zach Wilson. Everything. Well, they got two picks. So we got Zach Wilson going number two. Travis Etienne. I, that would make sense. But do the Jets ever do anything to make sense? No. Exactly. No. So, but I think that's that that fills both their voids right there. And um, with the new coach, um, what's his name coming from Robert Salah? Uh, he's probably gonna want to run that stretch run game. I think ETN makes the most sense to go there at the 23rd overall pick. Um, that's just, I think, gonna be the best fit for him. And yeah, uh, and you give your, your young quarterback a dump off weapon. Um, I think they have uh, they got plenty of wide receivers, none that are outstanding. They do have um, uh, Crowder still there. They added Corey Davis. They added Mems last year. Um, there was another name on their team that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. Braxton Berrios, baby. There it is. Yeah, Berrios. 
So, I mean, they've got an okay wide receiver core. I don't think that's something they need to address in round one. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yes, they really are a team that needs everything, but they need one thing above everything, and that is quarterback. Because right now, the way it works is uh, J- James Morgan is their starting quarterback right now. Absolutely. Um, that, and that's that's not going to work for anybody. Um, but, yeah, they, they could they could literally the, – just like the Jaguars, the Jets could end up being um, – one of the most fun teams to watch in this draft. I know they got two firsts and two thirds. So, uh, yeah, thanks to Seattle. Yeah. We got Jamal Adams, so I'm okay with it. Um, Next on the list is New England Patriots uh, quarterback, because Cam Newton is not an answer. What Uh, about Jarrett Stidham? Sure. Uh, I think their biggest need is, is, is wide receivers. Um, When you're, when you're trotting out on the field and your best wide receiver is uh, Jacoby Myers, uh, Nelson Aguilar, Nikhil Harry. Um, it it, it kind of no wonder Cam Newton sucked last year. Uh, Pat Fiermuth is going to go up to 15. They might as well just add a third tight end. Who cares, right? They already well, did that. you know, <laughs> could, one of them could play quarterback, <laughs> put the other two out, play wide, and then you could put an, a, a, an offensive, ta- extra offensive tackle out there that can catch the ball. We've seen Bilicek not really care about draft picks too much, so I definitely could see him packaging one together to move up and go get Mac Jones if he makes it past three. Um, if not, I see them taking a Trask or a Mond later in the draft. Well, we did, and I did just talk about it just a minute ago, but um, they are in the works to try to get the number eight overall pick from the Panthers. That happens. We're on quarterback watch with the Patriots. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And if they miss, and I think that would be a perfect spot for them because if they miss out on all the quarterbacks, you're looking at Waddle Smith that are both sitting right there. Yeah, so no. th- that would probably be the best thing for them. Uh, New Orleans uh, is next on my list, and I have them uh, pretty much in the same boat as Green Bay. You need to add another wide receiver outside of Michael Thomas. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely what doesn't, wouldn't hurt to add a wide receiver. Um, defense in that division is always going to be a big deal, too. You're going to have uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Carolina. They can all put points on the scoreboard pretty quick. Um, so in that division, it's never a bad thing to have defense. Um, New Orleans is going to be sitting in another prime spot where – um, the wide receivers are going to be a pretty great value for the pick where they're at. Um, I, I really like Rashad Bateman the most out of anybody at this spot. Uh, Bateman goes to the Saints. I think Bateman could be the number three, maybe top three wide receiver in this class, if not number four for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next I got uh, is Philly, and I think they need a wide receiver also. Um, they're not in the best spot to get one right now at 12. Uh, they're not in the best spot to get one of the top three. So, I mean, uh, what they're going to add there at the 12 overall, I really, I'm not sure. I think they're going to end up sharing up that defense a little bit. I, I think one of the top three wide receivers will slide. I mean, you've got, if you look at the top, Jacksonville's not taking one. The Jets aren't taking one. San Francisco's not taking one. Atlanta's not taking one. Cincinnati, maybe. Miami, probably. Detroit, possibly the Cardinals shouldn't the Broncos shouldn't Dallas shouldn't Giants shouldn't so that leaves Philly there's a good chance that one of Smith or Waddle probably slide there maybe it's not a great chance but but you're telling me there's a chance there's a chance there's also a chance they move up and move back into the top 10 very good possibility um so next I got uh is Pittsburgh what's Pittsburgh's biggest need Najee Harris. Uh, 
quarterback that can throw the ball 10 yards downfield. Najee Harris is their biggest need. Najee Harris makes a lot of sense. Their offensive line could use some bolstering. Uh, their secondary is pretty bad. Uh, they could do a lot of things, but I've heard that they're pretty enamored um, in, in Najee. Uh, if Najee goes to Pittsburgh, I'm not real sure how I feel about it because their offensive line is pretty beat down. Um, you could It could be a similar situation to Zeke with the Cowboys last year getting hit in the backfield a lot. That's not great for a young running back. There's better spots for Najee, but but in all actuality, that's probably where he ends up. Yep. Uh, next on the board, I got my uh... – Oh, nope, I got San Francisco right before Seattle. Oh, you're San Francisco 49ers. No, huh? bite me. Um, <laughs> quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah. Mac uh, Jones. They've uh, they've kind of come out and said that they – here today, I believe the news broke, that they fully intend to trade Jimmy Garoppolo prior to the draft or during the draft. Um, Nate Mullins is not the answer. Um, I need somebody who can throw the ball to George Kittle. Uh, they got a great wide receiver core there in Debo Samuel, uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, so it would be nice to see them add a quarterback. They're definitely in the spot to do it. Fields is sh- is who it should be, at least in yeah. my mind. Uh, it's probably not going to be Fields, which makes no sense. Um, out of the, all the quarterbacks, though, really Trey Lance makes the least amount of sense for them because they're going to need a guy who can come in and do it right away with nobody to learn from. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Now next I have uh, my Seahawks. Uh, we need defensive help bad. Uh, we need a number three wide receiver. But we mainly need defense, but we only got, like, three picks. Can can Russell get some help on the offensive line? Well, they won't draft one. That's why I didn't even put it on there because we never do. Well, they know, added a lot in free agency for the offensive you line. You know what makes year. a lot of sense for Seattle? Tight end. Why? So you're moving to defensive end like we did last year? Well, yeah. You know, if you have a team full of tight ends, you're going to be good. Yeah, no. That's Pete's mantra. Let's add all the tight ends in the draft, and we'll try a team of tight ends out on the field, and we're going to win games. <laughs> That's not how that works? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, defense makes no sense. Again, another division that lights the scoreboard up pretty quick, um, and you have good defenses everywhere around you, so you can't not have a good defense here. Um, we got a you know, sec- I think we got a second, a fourth. A sixth and a seventh. I think that's all we got. You got all you need then. You Pete, Pete will turn that into about nine picks. Yeah, somehow. And draft kickers, punters, and tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, no, I, I there in the second round, I, I've done a little bit of looking at some of these linemen. The main, the, the biggest one that makes the most sense is um, the kid from um, Wisconsin Whitewater. Whitewater, yeah. Can't tell you his name, but that mullet is sweet. Yeah, it is, and he's a and he's a beast out there in center, and he's been working on uh, a guard, moving himself around the line to um, uh, what's the uh, center for um, Alabama towards ACL at the end of the year. Uh, he he would make sense there. A center is what makes sense because right now we have a guard playing. We center. got the kid from Oklahoma State too. What's yeah. his Connor McGovernor or something? Yeah, like that? I think so. But uh, right now we technically have a guard. I believe Pollock was drafted as a guard, and he's been moved to center now. So really, we have a guard playing center. We traded for um, the, the guy from Oakland or from the Vegas Raiders. That's what we gave up our fifth round pick for. So I mean, we've done a little boostering of our line. Um, I don't. We'll trade out of the second round pick like we always do. We ended up with two thirds and something else. I don't know what Pete will end up doing. Tight end. Uh, probably uh, probably two thirds and and uh, some third string tight end from only God knows where, but you know because 
you know, at Joe Everett, Parkinson's, uh, Disley, all them there. And, you know, let's add another one. Oh, Sullivan. Oh, no, he's a defensive end now because we decided to move him. Right, right. Um, next I have is Tampa Bay. They need a quarterback. They're, they're terrible at quarterback. They don't even have a good quarterback there. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, the, you're the defending Super Bowl champs, and you re-add everybody. Uh, you can play around with your draft picks. I think they need to add a third wide receiver since they haven't re-signed Antonio Brown. Well, they got uh, um, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson, who came on and looked pretty good in the playoffs. Yes. Um, I, I'm not sure. I really don't know what to expect from Tampa Bay. Um, their offensive line's great. Um, running back could be a, a factor for them. I mean, yes, they have Leonard Fournette on another one-year deal. Uh, they got uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, who uh, a lot of people drafted real early in drafts last year, a lot earlier than they should for some. I believe they've already dropped them, too, some uh, people. Well, if you got liver spots, you do that sometimes. Um, but they also, they also drafted Bryce Love and said he was the next coming of – uh, CMC too, even though he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Um, we we really need to have a, an episode, a segment on this show called "What Not to Do as a Fantasy Manager." We need to get Thomas Walter Kling in as a, as a guest speaker for that episode. I, yeah, or just let him take the whole episode so everybody knows what not to do. Right. Anything that's said in that episode, do the opposite, and you'll win championships. Could uh, so I'm sure, could Tampa Bay be in in in, in position to draft? Maybe a Trask or a Mon to add that backup to get mentored by Tom Brady. You know, to me, that would make a ton of sense in the right spot. It would make a ton of sense. Obviously, they have zero need for a quarterback this year. This year. Or next. Didn't he just resign? Yeah, but I don't. I, listen, Father Time is undefeated. He may be a little slower with some than he is others, but eventually, I've been saying it for the last seven years, this is going to be the year Tom Brady declines. <laughs> He's proved me wrong yet. I'm going to say it again this year. This is the year Tom Brady declines. He's probably going to prove me wrong again. Eventually, T- Tampa Bay is going to have to draft a quarterback. Maybe this front office is going to ride off into the sunset with Tom, win a couple Super Bowls with him, and say, we're done. It's somebody else's problem now, the team, whatever. Tom brought everybody in, and now everybody's leaving. Yeah. Uh, quarterback would make a fair amount of sense there in the right spot for them. Um, Tennessee Titans up next. They need to add another wide receiver since they lost Corey Davis. They did add Josh Reynolds, but I still think they need to add another wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, They're at the 22 overall. An impact wide receiver would make a ton of sense for them. Um, obviously, we saw how good Corey Davis could be with A.J. Brown pulling the number one corner. Um, Tannehill's had a late career resurgence. It would be really nice to see them add a, a, another wide receiver again. If, they, if they're looking wide receiver at 22, they're going to be the ones who get the pick of the Terrence Marshall, the Amari Rogers, the 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 Batemans, all those names that are going to be floating around where they're a next tier down after our big three. And, and they're gonna, if one of them goes there and gets their, their value is going to skyrocket immediately as well. Absolutely. And, I, and our last team we have here is the Washington football team. Um, I have them down for a quarterback as of need because they got – Fitch Magic on a one-year deal and then Henneke on a two. So really what I think I think they're in position to maybe trade for a Bridgewater or try to – I don't really think they're in any position at 19 to draft any of them. So I, them drafting a quarterback is, is you're looking later in the draft. Um, I also said I think they need to add some offensive line help. Yeah, offensive line makes a lot of sense for them. Um, one thing I want to stress is I'm, I can't wait to be bored as I'll get out when you hear Roger Goodell say the Washington football team instead of 
any other name literally in the world. Um, but the team's up and coming. Obviously, their defense is extremely nasty. Um, yes. They're not in a spot where they're going to add a, a big defensive impact player that benefits them a lot. Obviously, they could use a corner, but the corners that are going to be there at that point aren't like, um, you know, turn your head when they when they you know when they're on the field kind of guys don't throw to that side of the field. Um, so so that doesn't make a ton of sense. Offensive line probably makes the most sense for them, and that's what I expect them to do is offensive line here. Absolutely. Um, so I mean that wraps up all of our team. Uh, Thursday we got the draft. So next week we'll break down. Um, We'll break down uh, some of the draft orders or uh, players drafted. So uh, look forward to that. Real quick, what's what's one one out of every single thing out there? What's one spot and one player that you really want to go to a certain team? I don't care if it's an offensive lineman going someplace. I don't care. What's the best fit in the draft in your eyes outside of our quarterbacks? So for me, I, I, for me, fantasy wise, the best thing that makes sense to me is Cincinnati adding. Slater and Sewell, because I own Mixon and I own uh, Burrow. But one of the best things I want to see is I would like to see Miami either get uh, Smith or Waddle and reunited, and it should feel oh so good. Yeah, I, I think those would be a excellent spots. I also think uh, ETN to the Jets is is going to be another one that I I'm hopeful for. I think ETN has a has a great chance to be a, a, a three down running back if he goes there. Um, and Robert Salah should want to run the outside run scheme. That's where he come from. That's where his offensive coordinator knows. Um, and another one that makes a lot of sense is Najee Harris going to the Dolphins as well. Um, so those would be the two that I'd be hopeful to see. One of my um, other hopes um, is uh, somehow New England gets Mac Jones. I just think he, he he would get into the Belichick system, and I think I think he would learn it. I know he's out there saying all the words that everybody wants to hear. But I mean, he's coming from Bama, so he's got some good coaching. But I think New England getting a Mac Jones would be uh, probably one of the best fits to see in this draft. Yeah, I agree with that. That that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so I think that's about all we have for this week. Again, next week we'll recap the draft a little bit, talk about some some things that we love, some risers and fallers from where they got drafted. Hang on, I want I want to do one more thing. Name a player, wide receiver, running back, tight end that you don't want to go to a certain team? Um, you know, sitting at number two in our in our rookie re- draft in our dynasty, I'm looking at running backs. So the worst-case scenario for me is Najee Harris goes to Pittsburgh and Travis Etienne goes to Buffalo. Um, I would be sitting there scratching my head going, what did I get myself into? Um, obviously, I'd still be forced to take one of those guys probably um, and, not, and not love it. Um, but that's kind of what I, I don't want to see. Um, I also don't want to see Trey Lance end up in a spot where he's got to start right off the bat. Absolutely, absolutely. My biggest thing is seeing any wide receiver go to Baltimore because, well, there's nobody to throw the football. Yeah, there's there's no <laughs> – Fat, Fat Boys Fantasy Podcast will say this from now until forever. I don't care how many MVPs he wins. I don't care how many Super Bowls he wins. Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. Well, they, they made that rule change. You can change your number. I, I thought running backs already had single-digit numbers. Yeah, well, <laughs> one did last year. All right, as always, stay hungry. And stay fat, my friends. <laughs>